0: I definitely don't have covid. I definitely didn't have covid. So, I don't know why you would even think you did. I don't know. There's so many other things you could have. Like I don't there's know why so you many things. It's like a lot. Maybe yeah. you just had bad cheese. Yeah. Almost nobody's getting to work remote because they had bad, of bad cheese. cheese. <laughs> and I don't think that's fair. I had Honestly, I had the boba flu. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah, well, I'm so sick have, of boba fat. Everybody has the boba flu yeah. right now.
1: Disney's Magic Kingdom, Disneyland, is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland,
0: the happiest place on it's Earth. It's time to throw down, y'all.
1: Have you thought about a visit
0: to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland. In Anaheim, the happiest
2: My country on Earth. Welcome to Bob's Susan Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, finding magic, and the power of nostalgia. On this episode, we're talking about people in Florida are losing their minds over a popcorn bucket. Bob Chapek makes just a little, just a little bit more money than us. Space Mountain sees crazy wait times. We discuss the Moon Knight trailer, and in our main segment, we try, again, to discuss the biggest hits and misses of 2021 with part two of our Bob sleddy Awards. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my brother on the mic, a man who insists Omicron is one of the lesser-known Transformers, Absolute Aaron Robbins. Transformers, vax up. <laughs> Vax up and roll Vax out
0: Vax up and roll out That's good, they're supportive and I like that Welcome to the show, The Sleddies We're doing The Sleddies The Sleddy Awards The Sleddies Awards That's what it's We're, called now yeah, the, it's called the awards. The Sleddies yeah. Episode 89?
2: Yeah Wow, a big one It is a big one I, I go 89 It would have been I, bigger been if huge. episode 88 had come out the way we had intended it to But it turned out okay, after all It did, it did We had a minor technical glitch last yeah. week uh, Lost half of, or three quarters of our episode yeah. And we're here to re-record it but back and better than ever. We improved right. some of our categories, we some did, of our and nominees. We
0: some more stuff so I can comment. I watched some more stuff too. Yeah, great. It'll be super exciting. Oh, it's going to be great.
2: Before we get to that, how are you doing? You were you were feeling I was under the flu- weather. Yes,
0: yes, you were
2: under the clouds. Some would say that I was fluish. Uh-huh. Hmm. Interesting. And I would agree with that statement. In, yeah. Nothing uh, nothing to say against it. No, that's not something against it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not pro or uh, anti-flu. I'm right. just, I'm flu agnostic. You're flu agnostic, I'm yeah. flu agnostic. Uh, and so, yeah, You're I was more You're more am You did it. I can't improve it. It was perfect. Mm. Uh, yes, and so uh, I'm feeling much better. Yeah. What's been going on other than, uh, other than being under the weather? Have you done anything fun? What's going on around I the house? Watched... What are you guys looking forward to? What am I looking forward yes, to? Yes.
0: What are you guys looking, what are you projecting forward to right now?
2: We had a conversation, the Storm family had a conversation about the next time we get together with the Robinsons. Oh, yeah. And there were comes. a lot of activities that were thrown out there as possibilities. Okay. I'm going to run them past you right now. You're going to rate which one you want to do. Okay, great.
0: Most and least. I'm going to give these, yeah, a rating of like, uh, I'd be into it. Uh, nah. Nah. All right. All right. here we go. Bowling. Middle.
2: Ice skating. Up. Roller skating, double up. All right, so I think that's the that that's we're probably going to go to the roller rink. Yeah, I feel like it would be a Storm Robbins's roller rink date. I'm I'm I'm. That's what I'm going to say because I, I like bowling. I'm not
0: opposed to bowling, yeah. but I, I think you and I get talking, and there's a lot of like it's your turn. I'm like yeah, know, that's I'm true. To yes. scot- right now, are you going to go? No, no. You just go for me, and and so and then they're going to mess up my score, my reputation at the alley. Are, do you like bowling? I do. I really, yeah, yeah. I really do. Uh, I really do enjoy ping pong. And bowling, I think those are both fantastic ports. Yeah. So you guys are looking forward to roller skating, uh, roller skating, ah, disco, nacho great. cheese,
2: uh, nachos, nachos, like 80s music. Yeah. 80s and earlier music. Uh, we're gonna, we're just gonna roller skate it up. It's Fun. gonna be great. Yeah, great. That's what I'm looking forward to. How about yourself?
0: You got anything you're looking forward to? You know, we're safely out of the out of the holidays. And I think the kids do have a week coming off. Yeah, of February, school, right? in February. Mm-hmm. So we don't have any plans for that yet. Maybe we go roller skating. Maybe I, I think we definitely will then yeah. uh, for that. We got some things we got to get through and then we're going and I got, you know, we got content that I'm working on at home that Kennedy's working at home that just doesn't have time for a lot of that stuff. And I'm excited know. about uh, releasing some of that. Stuff. Oh good. I'm yeah. excited too. Me too. And I think that Bob Sluds will have some of that. I think Bob sure. will have announcements this year in twenty twenty two of new new original content yes. that's coming out. I think it I think it really will, but it is it's taken some time to find what it is and get it there. And there you go. So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. So that's what's going on in Prize does that mean it's time to get to the news? Time to yodel in that news. Oh good. Let's do it. It's time for news. Oh,
1: remain seated, please. Back
0: from the, the yodel, the ever the, the amazing yodelers are back, ready for some ready for some news that I don't know I don't know how people are gonna, how this is going to hit
2: people. How are people going to handle? The what, news that we have right what's, now. What's happening? Let's just out get there into it. All in, right. So Disney World. The first news story is talking about the Figment popcorn bucket. Mm-hmm. Did you see any of this information? I have read a few of the news stories. Figment
0: is a almost a holy Walt Disney World uh, East Coast Florida character.
2: Uh, one hundred percent. East is Coast. Little,
0: as his little. Orange thing over there. I don't remember. I don't know that thing's name. The orange bird. The little orange bird. The little orange bird. Yes. Those those are your guys's things. Um, but I do I things. do know that I do know that there is a popcorn bucket. First yes. of all, a figment, a figment of your imagination. Pigment is in color. It's just a genius name.
2: A Tony Baxter yeah. creation. Uh, just genius. The really little is. little pink dragon. It makes me jealous. It's so genius. It's so good. And figment is much beloved by Disney fans. He's Especially, been in an attraction. He's appeared at the art festivals that have
0: had there forever. He, was he in the the attraction that we did on this show, Journey into Imagination? Yeah, Journey into yes. Imagination. So he was a character in there. He
2: was he and Dreamfinder were the characters in the original Journey to into Imagination. Yeah. That uh, he's kind of uh, like a little Pete's dragon. He's like a little mini Pete's dragon,
0: the green one from the animated he, cartoon. He, he's yeah. not at all like that. He's nothing
2: like that. <laughs> but they're both dragons. Yeah, they're both dragons. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah, yeah, they're both dragons. Okay, but. And Figment is different. No, it's very different, yeah. Than Elliot. Gotcha. And having said that, Figment is very beloved. Yeah. Very, very beloved. So I guess they came out with a popcorn bucket of Figment. I'm going to look it up. And this is, it's a limited edition bucket. It's $25 and it was being sold at the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Okay, yeah, Which yeah. is currently running right now.
0: Uh, which it, Figment is the headliner of that event in their logo, usually, and all their stuff.
2: And credit to Disney... In, oh my gosh, this
0: thing is adorable.
2: It's adorable. <laughs> it's so cute. It's absolutely
0: adorable. <gasps> it's going for $200, $300 on
2: eBay. Yes, that's the story here. People waited in line for up to six hours in order to get one of these popcorn buckets. It's ridiculously cute, though. Well, yeah. Is it $300 ridiculous? I mean, it, I, mean no, I, could, I don't know. I, I bought my dog for $300. Okay. Right? And You have got a good dog, and he's a good boy. Really he's a good, good boy. Dog. Who's uh, a good boy? He's a good boy. Trooper
0: is a good is a good boy. If we can say Trooper's name, we can say. I Trooper's don't know. Name. It's not three hundred dollars, but it, I mean, it is. It's yeah. The hands are where you start to see the popcorn bucket where there where the, it doesn't go all the way through. But I know it looks it looks legit. I don't know what you do with it. It's adorable.
2: It's clearly an ideal collectible.
0: It really is.
2: The fan response is insane. Yeah. It is insane to think that people waited in line for six hours in order to buy popcorn. a popcorn bucket. And the bucket.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're Could you're, you not put popcorn in that, please? I am going, I'm going to. This is going right, it. Yeah, going right on eBay. It's going right on eBay. It's going re- right I don't on know, eBay. No, no, no popcorn. Put it in a bag.
2: Now, how do you feel about the pirate market, the black, the, the black market of Disney collectibles that can only be gotten in the park that yeah. people wait in line for up to six hours for to flip for several hundred dollars? Yeah. Is too- this disgusting? No. It's not disgusting no, to you. Not okay, to me. tell me why.
0: Well, there's two parts to this, right? there. There is something that's exclusively available in the park that organically over time becomes desirable, and then the shortage of it when it was created creates demand for it, which increases the price. And I, I love that. I, I have a Jungle Cruise boat that is – that is that that is expensive. It's not, it's not a cheap jungle cruise boat, but I have a jungle cruise collector boat that I, that I love. It's part, it's part, you know, but that was, that was
2: produced that now is no longer being produced and therefore becomes scarce and and desirable. Yeah. So I like, I
0: like that organic development and say like, there are these exclusive items for people that have remained fans of the jungle cruise, that that helps me capture something that I will not ever be able to capture. Yeah. And so it's worth that amount of money to me. Uh, I don't know that that's the modern version of this. The modern version of what's happening is that the, almost the, the, the resellers are, are creating the demand on the on the fly immediately before, yeah before we even know if this is good or what right. we like about it or what we don't like about it, the demand in the, in the black market or the aftermarket or the secondary market is being created instantly yeah and that i don't like because it's it's complete it's like uh, the entire beanie baby banana in 30 yes. seconds yeah, and correct I, and I, and I it doesn't I build up it's just right, immediate. yeah and so that feels very uh skittish to me and very like not that's not a sound investment of imagination and wonder that's sort of a so i don't think that's good i don't like that market being created so quickly and artificially.
2: Right. Yes. I I mean what you are identifying is something that has become a collectible over time and something that is thrust into collectibleness yeah. because somebody was able to get it when somebody else was not able to get it. Yeah,
0: and there's a lot of good, there is a few good documentaries on this. There's one about baseball cards where the, where the modern idea of collecting is flawed because once something is made to be collectible, it will then never be able Correct. to be collectible. Right. That it's a self-canceling thing. Yep. And and that I, I worry about that for people that are getting into it or that, are like, these are going for 200 bucks. It's like, they're going for 200 bucks today i don't know what's going to happen i don't think this is a sound investment that, that
2: can't that can't sustain right that <laughs> yeah. thing doesn't it's not like you hold on to that thing maybe it is do you think in five years the the 300 popcorn bucket that you purchase is now worth 600 dollars? i don't know there's can't not imagine right there's no way there's
0: price stability maybe but uh appreciation of the object i don't think i don't think so
2: well would you stand in six uh, in know uh, line for six hours in order to get this popcorn bucket that's no, that's really the, no, the question yeah, no yeah no no. No, definitely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I have much better things to be doing with my time. Yeah. Who is standing in line for this thing? Uh, annual pass holders
0: that I'm sure they limit it. annual pass holders who run a run a business. It was limited
2: to two. To yeah. to when you when you went to, to purchase.
0: So I, I don't know. I think I in mean, my guess it's annual pass holders who run a business or who have a, a an interest beyond the item itself. Meaning the line right. waiting experience gets you views on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok, and so there's there's a monetary value to just waiting in line. Yeah. Or they think that there's some financial gain in selling it. But media is created on top of media. It's not about the popcorn bucket. It's about the experience of the craziness of the popcorn bucket. So it becomes a self-feeding thing. This is not what I'm into. I'm into old school, 1960s Disneyland collectibles.
2: And rightfully so. There you go. Last question on this. Mm. It is cute, though. What is the probability Mm. in your mind that if Bob Chapek knew people would be waiting for six hours for a popcorn bucket that he would have sold a lightning lane in order to purchase one. Right, yeah. What are the chances?
0: Yeah, he's a a situation like this, they almost have to shield it from Bob Chabak because his head explodes right right away. What,
2: I left money on the table?
0: Right away his head explodes because he's like, wait, so we could be charging like 70, 80, Dollars for popcorn? I I just didn't know. And also the lightning oh I didn't, the up, I didn't even think about the
2: I didn't even think about the upcharge of the bucket itself. Yeah,
0: we're we're, we're you know like uh, maybe I stamp one. Uh, I put a little thirty three on one of his feet, or so I will put something on one of his foots, and that one sells for one hundred and ten dollars. Like there's you, so, there's so much there's that there's so they much have money done. on the yeah. table that his head literally explodes like atom bomb from the garbage.
2: How case. happy do you think Disney fans are that Bob Chapek didn't know they were making yeah. this popcorn bucket?
0: They're like it's still this is still like a green grass opportunity right here. Chapek doesn't know that we're willing to pay. Too $200 uh, for these items.
2: Now, the great thing is, is what is, it what is, is natural cute. to happen here is that they will release something equally as cute. They'll jack the price up and it will not sell at all. Yeah. And, and then, then they'll just be befuddled. Yeah. Right. Why did that not work that way?
0: They're there really go. cute. I, I, the, the, I don't know. The, the popcorn buckets are uh, an, an, the popcorn beds are an enigma to me because they are cute. I always look at them and I'm like, I want that one, the R2D2 one, the add out one. Yeah. They're cute. But then you're like, what do I do with this thing? I just put it on the shelf and I look at it it go, is a popcorn, popcorn bucket popcorn. at the end of the day. It's not like this is a die cast uh, ad ad or this is a plush
2: figment. You put your t- change in it. Okay, there you go. Change jar. Yeah, maybe, maybe you eat popcorn of it after. I don't know. You know what I would do? What? i get some of that zebra popcorn, put it in there, and that's what <coughs> that's that's my zebra popcorn gets bucket. It gets a little sugary in there. It gets a little chocolatey. Way to go, figment. Way to go, popcorn people. Way to go, Bob Chapek. And I'll tell you why. Oh, yeah. What's going on with Bob Chapek? Uh, his total compensation package. He started that blog. Blob Chapek's blog. The that's right. Yeah. The, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's what he did. Great. Uh in fiscal 2021. Oh yeah. Mr. Chapek. Hard year for a lot of people, Scott. It was a hard year. A lot year. of small businesses closing, a lot of people trying to find It was a hard, it was a hard year for um Disney executives too. They did not take any bonuses. Oh wow. Yeah. They, so I mean it was hard for everybody it was hard for, everybody. it was hard for everybody. Uh in 2021, fiscal year 2021, Bob Chapek saw his total compensation package hit about 32.5 million. Oh, man. Which is more than double it was the year prior. Oh, yes. So in At those t- numbers, you don't know <laughs> if
0: that's bad or good. You're like, was he expecting 64? Was he supposed to get 15? I don't understand. Yeah, let me it's give so you much a little money. Con- I don't
2: understand a little context around it. He made 14.2 million in 2020. Right. His first year coming in as CEO when he was just doing the Mr. Clean modeling. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. He moved from Mr. Clean modeling. Yeah over into CEO oh, of the, the Walt world Disney company. entertainment company, yes. uh, 40, 14.2 million. And then, so that was, and remember he took over at the beginning of the year. So yeah. we had full, full year, 14.2 million. And then in 2021, $32.5 million. Yeah. A uh, Bob Iger who exited the Disney company, uh, just this past year, like he did his, you know, in December 31st was his last day with the Walt Disney company. Right. Uh, he also doubled his total compensation package for 2021, 45.9 million versus 21 million the year prior. That's a lot of money. And they're attributing that directly to the Black Widow movie. 100% Black 100%. Widow. It was the it thing. Was, that, uh, that's what what,
0: uh, what, do you, what do you make of that how do you how do you account for for a doubling during such a who tur- knows? turbulent time?
2: I have no idea. Again, th- these are such enormous amounts of money yeah. that I can't even wrap my mind around whether that makes sense right. whether that's appropriate or not appropriate it is shocking to me that it more than doubled what it was the year prior that's yeah, that's I, I think the most interesting I, news I think part. you're
0: more like just from an outsider such as myself you're more just comparing it to what you know to be true about the industry and if you were to describe the industry in 2021 you would say pretty tough not a lot of amazing content we weren't really in theaters theme parks were all over the map in terms of openness and so if you heard you know Bob Chapek's salary was uh, half what it was the year before you'd be right. like You'd still be like, "That's a lot of money," but you'd be like, "Oh, I, I understand that. It was a weird year, and I hope we all—that's all—motivation for us to sort of move forward and yeah. figure this stuff out." When you hear like turbulent theme park open and closed, disastrous releases of a number of different things, um, no like big hitting movies that are really like ushering in anything, and that's a doubling. I'm not saying it's wrong because I don't understand. I'm just saying it's it's a hard context. It's,
2: it's hard to it's hard to connect the dots then. It's hard to connect the dots, I, and that's all. Now, for fiscal year 2021, Disney actually posted a. Revenue of um sixty seven point four billion, which is a three percent increase. Great. And a net income of two billion versus a net loss of two point eight billion in fiscal year twenty twenty. So you could see like they had a negative two point eight and now they posted a positive two. Mm. That's a giant swing. You know, well, that's maybe almost
0: CEO scores are like golf. It's like a, the scoring I don't
2: understand. Yeah. It's, you know, the cr- or cricket or, <laughs> cricket, or yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, a, it's just something
0: we're not familiar with.
2: Way to go, uh, Wait, Way to go Uyghur. for making lots of money. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, the, the other side of the story is that salaries as a whole for the Disney company reduced over the past year, Yeah, uh, which is unfortunate. Yeah, remember and, when that news came out, we
0: were podcasting, that news came out that like they were going to forego their salaries.
2: That's right. Yeah. That's right. That was the, the top executives. Yeah. Top that was of, 2020, I believe. I believe you're right. I believe you're right.
0: You want to do another news story? I'm pretty excited about whatever whatever you got up next.
2: I bet you are.
0: I, I'm excited about it because it it enforces something that I theologically shopped on this show, and then it it, it became a reality, and I when like that. You happens. feel validated. Yeah, I do. When I, I express and I describe an experience, I give a name to it. I have no foundation for doing this. Very anecdotal, you know, couple day experience. I give a whole thought to it, and then a news story comes out that sort of says like. There was something called the transitional time. Well, and it's over now.
2: And the, what we're talking about is the uh, gigantic uh, increase in wait times for Space Mountain. Yeah, Space Mountain in Disneyland specifically. Uh, there were reports coming out that the wait time, which uh, now there have been wait time. I mean, uh, you know, there's large wait times for Space Mountain. I can give you the over the under. Past. Like what anything, you know, what do you think anything under twenty
0: five or thirty is can I would consider a walk on. Yeah, right. Uh, the, a normal spread would be forty to seventy minutes is a normal spread. Sure, and when you're at 75, 85 pushing those numbers, you're like, it's busy.
2: Yeah. Now the all time average wait time for Space Mountain. is. Oh, I and didn't know you had these numbers. I do. Well,
0: <laughs> Let's edit out the part that I just. That's said. That's
2: okay. No, no, no. I, because I think you're that, you're about you're. That was my experiential. You're sort in of line. Thing. Okay. You're in line. Forty nine minutes is the average all time. Uh, wait is the average wait time that feels incredibly accurate to me right exactly and that that sounds about right for disneyland for disneyland you're you're waiting more or less an hour or within an hour in order to get on uh space mountain and typically you know you would see 60 to 100 minutes those types of things but average over the life of the ride is 49 minutes over the last few weeks that wait time has been two hundred and forty minutes. That
0: is really four uh, hours. That is really un. Uh, that is really un uh, out of average just for California's theme parks it, entirely. Entirely, right. we don't do that long a wait time. Maybe at Radiator Springs and Rise is the only exception. Indiana to Jones
2: that. when if uh, you know when it was a when newer it first attraction. Opened, but at right.
0: Disneyland, California Disneyland, we don't do twos. We do sevens, seventy yes. minutes. We do sixty minutes. We don't do two hundred minutes for 240 anything.
2: Two hundred 40 Ever. minutes man that's insane that is insane uh, I, I don't even understand why people would be waiting that long for Space, space Mountain. Mountain yes
0: yes I hear you
2: it's Space Mountain it's been around since 1977 yeah it's a bucket attraction though it's not
0: like you go it's one of the things you have to ride you have to ride the Manor Horn, you have to ride space you have to ride thunder I don't know man I not for that not for that wait if it's your only trip to Disneyland you're not gonna ride Space
2: Mountain you're there for five days you gotta wait that you're going to ride space mountain. You're telling me that you would wait in line for four hours to ride space mountain, as opposed to getting out of that line to go experience four hours worth of other attractions, not
0: on a single day, maybe not even on a double day maybe not i own a triple day my only trip to disneyland i'm on a 5 day stay there then yeah on one of those days well
2: yeah okay yeah. now you're talking about over the next I, 5 I, days will i ride real, space mountain i really yes. had to put
0: some things in place here to make this acceptable okay well
2: you won you won this <laughs> really round got, i guess yeah.
0: okay so if every other ride yeah, was closed right. if down, i lived
2: at disneyland <laughs> at some point i would ride space mountain you're right i
0: just couldn't not ever ride it again <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's a that's a hefty weight um that's a hefty weight for that ride. It is a and hefty, weight, a for hefty that weight for California.
2: Now, there are some, uh, we, we don't know for sure the reasons, all the reasons why this is the case, but there are uh, conjecture, speculation about what yeah. is happening. Some of it has to do with breakdown of Space Mountain itself, okay. which then backlogs people. Uh, another thing has to do with just the the rise in attendance since people have come back to Disneyland, sure. that, that pent-up demand to go back to Disneyland after it's been closed. I don't really know how much credit I give that because the second again, one feels a little because feels there, a little yeah, yeah feels a little a little operated
0: stressed. at max capacity lots of times right in
2: now what i think is probably more likely a culprit is the introduction of of genie and genie plus right being able to purchase and be able to make fast pass reservations for space mountain yeah uh which i don't know if disneyland's space mountain ever had fast pass did, did it, it did it yeah it did okay absolutely so i think uh now that that's part
0: of the it typically went out pretty early in the day so you would see a you would see an end of park return time pretty you know by two three o'clock in the right so if
2: you don't get that thing then you're then yeah. you're waiting in line i think the other thing that has contributed to this uh in part is uh and and i'm, I'm reading off the article from the sf gate which sort of discusses this is the elimination of single rider lines which now that Lightning Lane Plus has become a thing for Space Mountain, there are two things that have happened. One, they've eliminated the single rider line, which has allowed, obviously, more capacity for people who are not riding with parties. And the purchase of Lightning Lane Plus for Space Mountain, uh, my understanding is pretty much if you purchase Lightning Lane Plus for any attraction, but Space Mountain in particular, there is no wait. You just, you go on. Oh, wow. And so Almost people like who are waiting standby. Better than a switch pass. Right. So people who are waiting standby are just now waiting in the corral much longer in order to get onto the yeah. ride than they were before because people are purchasing their front of the line access.
0: You might as well put closed today. Space Mountain due to just crazy. Just wait don't time. come back. <laughs> yeah. Go
2: ride something else. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's open, but it's essentially not open today. I I. D- this, that's a crazy amount of time to wait for yeah. a ride that is 40 plus years old at this point. Yeah. That's insane. You tell me they have new ride vehicles that
0: are just wheels and I put my hands on them, like those people from Wizard of Oz 2. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And sure. that's, that's, uh-huh. that's the new ride. And on you, oh, Run? you ride through, you are the vehicle. You are the vehicle. Yeah. Okay. I'll oh, wait two hours. I'll wait four
2: hours to check that sure, out. Sure. Yeah. I always why wanted not? to be a wheel, wheel guy. Do you know Wizard of Oz I 2? know what you're talking You're talking about Return to Oz, right? Return to Oz, yeah. Yes, it is. I saw it as a child. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. I cannot remember. I know what you're talking about. It's terrifying for, for two reasons. Jason the Wheeled Warriors, I think it's called. Something like Just that.
0: kidding. It's not it's terrible. Point. But then also the, that, that Return to Oz, you're like, is this how sequels are going to be? I'm like, yes, son. They're all going to stay. <laughs> They're all going to be like this. They're all going to be terrible. There will be a few that are good. Let's some of them. That's how I would wait four hours if they're like, "Here's wheels." You put your hand like one of those exercise, one of those exercise wheels.
2: We're gonna give you two wheels to hold on to, yeah. and we're and then we're gonna help you place them on the track. Yep, and then we're gonna push you down the track. It's <laughs> tons of fun. It's like a backyard we, roller coaster. Yeah,
0: we, we call it Limber
2: in Space. It's called Yoga in Space. Oh, Yoga in Space is perfect. Great. Hey, the wonderful winter of Mickey Mouse. is a Pie-Eyed Mickey animated uh, special that's coming to Disney Plus on February 18th, and it's going to welcome in the next season of The Wonderful World of Mickey. Which, as you heard on the last episode, Kennedy
0: loves. I got just the only bad news on that is it's going to go up against the new Cuphead series, which is coming out on Netflix right around the same time. I want to say the 22nd. No competition. No competition. Cuphead's taking
2: it. No way. (laughs) No way. What are you talking about? Mickey's going to take Cuphead all day every not day a fan and of twice cuphead. on sunday
0: you have no affinity for cuphead never played don't like it don't like that the main villain is the devil in that game
2: you have issues with all of that no cuphead yeah have desired to play it okay have never played it okay love the animation style yeah no comparison to the wonderful world of
0: Mickey. we will see because they're going head-to-head netflix versus disney the new cuphead series the trailer just
2: launched it's not terrible yeah because because Netflix. Original programming is just yeah. so solid.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, this is a very similar strategy. Like to, they
2: did Stranger Things.
0: Yeah. And it was great. Every once in a while, they're like, we, we thought we weren't going to have a hit this decade, but we did it. We
2: did it. We did Stranger we only Things. Only need one, and they have. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm glad that Cuphead is coming. I'm glad that we're, you're, oh, you're going to be excited about that. Wonderful World of Mickey season two is coming out. Yeah. Every single one of those Mickey shorts, it's going to be as good as has me. been a home run. Yeah. Every single one. Truth. And not even just the last season of the wonderful world of mickey but the five seasons prior to that 100% out of the park yeah you can have your cuphead whenever yeah. you
0: want so you hear it lots of controversy scott's unsure of which one will rise on
2: top stay <laughs> tuned right. mid february
0: sure. cuphead versus mickey mouse coming to bobsleds and Banthas. oh man
2: it's going to be awesome we're going to do a face off we're going to do a total face off it's going to be great it's going to be great. Episode for episode. Speaking of other things that are coming to Disney+, Plus, yeah. Moon Knight got a trailer. The the Oscar Isaac-led yeah. Moon Knight. Yeah. Marvel's Moon Knight got a trailer. I'm wondering if you watched the trailer and what you thought about it. You have no idea who Moon Knight is. You don't know anything about Moon Knight, right? I only know it
0: through reference of an Imagineer that I believe we interviewed. That's right. Uh, Brian Mar- Crosby. Yeah. That was his favorite actor. I remember not knowing what it was when we talked about it That's then right. and having very little more knowledge today in front of you. And is, is that knowledge
2: that, based on the trailer that you have just... Just watched no oh. oh sorry hold on
0: <laughs> hold on i was just trying to sign up for Wix. oh yeah which is this, a great sign up process is so easy i don't know if you've so ever easy. done it but it's a uh, great way to build a website it is thanks Wix, for not sponsoring bobsleds and panthers or moon knight from marvel whose trailer we just watched
2: oscar isaac
0: yeah poe dameron poe dameron uh i i, I love oscar isaac in lots of lots of movies right now
2: lots of great movies he's a great actor and he is, I'm very excited. I, well, he's very charismatic to me. I, 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 love the charisma that he brings to each. Role when he is I've given seen. a when he is given
0: a script that makes sense for him to play, there's nobody better. Like he, he he really is a great actor. Yeah. Sometimes he gets a script that is just like, he's a hot actor right now. Let's get him. And he's just like this, this doesn't feel like something he would do. Sure. But he's great.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about him being announced as moon Knight because, mm-hmm. uh, again, I just like Oscar Isaac Moon Knight is a character that I don't know a ton about. I know a little bit about him. Yeah. Uh paranoid schizophrenic, uh suffers from multiple multiple personality disorder. I believe one of those personalities is Moon Knight. Yeah. And uh and so knowing very little about the character, right. watching the trailer, mm-hmm. knowing that Disney Plus is the platform for this show. I'm curious to know what your thoughts are. Uh, this and is what a you show,
0: not a movie.
2: This is a show, not this is a series. Okay, yep. then I,
0: I, then yeah, I don't know. I have Two general comments. I don't think the second one makes a ton of sense. And the first one is this felt very DC to me. It yes, in terms of gritty? Yeah, it felt moody, yep. gritty. Uh, it felt like uh, uh, it felt like a character piece versus a plot piece. A lot of Marvel stuff lends itself to being plot-developed movies. We need these action sequences to happen. This is going to be full of lots of action. This felt like a character study yep. of Moon Knight. So, and that feels like a DC thing to do, where Joker is a character study Very of much the so, Joker. Yes. So yes. I like that. I don't think the trailer uh, did, did it any favor. I, I don't think the trailer did enough to get new fans interested in it. Probably excited people that know something thing, but I don't think a lot of people watch that trailer and go, oh, I get it. Like, yeah,
2: I, you completely hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Uh, I I was not able to articulate it. You articulate it perfectly. This does not draw me in as a person who does not know much about Moon Knight. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know whether or not fans of Moon Knight see this and they're like, yeah, this is exactly what I'm looking for. I have no idea. I want to talk to Brian Crosby, who's Moon Knight super fan number one. Right, exactly. And find out, like, does this do it so for you is yeah. this the thing for you it'd be unreasonable to think he had some i would probably think he had some sort of influence in yeah. the show yeah. i have no idea right I mean, that's just uh pure speculation totally on my part sure uh but yeah i i am curious to know whether or not this ticks the boxes of what fans of moon Knight want to see again the it's very gritty it's yeah. very dark and it's sort of surprising to see it on Disney Plus. I can't tell whether or not I like that. Whether I feel like, oh, this is great. Disney Plus is going to be a place where these unique, heady, psychological types of dramas are going to live, uh, or whether or not that feels completely out of place for the brand that Disney Plus has created for itself, and that something like this really belongs more on Hulu. It's oh, interesting. You know, because yeah, because yeah. Hulu is the place for you know, adult themed or adult oriented Disney programming, Fox programming, et cetera. Right. Would this, does this feel like this should be a Hulu show or because it is Marvel, it has to be on Disney plus. It feels like it doesn't fit. It feels like it does not fit. Yeah. A little it, bit. And I don't know if like that's a good or, I really don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Yeah. Like, you know, WandaVision division, that Wanda... was the only
0: comparison I was going to make to it, right. it has a very similar, not feel to WandaVision, but the storytelling is a weirdness of it, the not understanding. Uh, WandaVision killed on its visuals in the trailer, right? where the the, the 60s vibe uh, is what attracted you to it when you had no idea what yes. was going on. You're like, well, I got to figure that out. And this doesn't have that. Um, right off the bat, it's confusing uh, yeah. as to what's going on, but- I don't know I, if it's done in the, what I'm going to call the Star Wars way of storytelling, which is to have one good idea for an episode and then, and then, and then f- work back, back from there yeah. to try to figure out how you get nine up to that. I don't think this will work. If this is done as, as a character study, um, more like WandaVision is a character study of vision who, and it's of other ones, but I really yeah. like the character study of him. Yeah. Then I'm in, I'm like, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't the costume looked cool. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think like an 80s villain, to, like an 80s cartoon villain come to light done in CG. It looks it looks cool. I'm going to check it out. And you like uh, the draw here. of That trailer is Oscar Isaac. He's he is. Yeah. But what's with this British accent?
2: Yeah, it's a little say, weird. Like, you know, I was He's little, like, I've always thought that there's something different about me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what was going on? <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> like from an Oliver accent? twist. Is that, is that what you felt was different about you? <laughs> I, this is where I go. I mean. I don't know. If he didn't have the British accent, would anybody really care? Yeah. If he could just play Oscar Isaac as Oscar Isaac.
0: They're like, well, the people will think he's Poe. How, what are we going to do? How will they think? How will
2: they otherwise? We just give him a different accent. Poe Dameron show. They should do a Poe Dameron show.
0: What would you want to see? Poe Dameron 15 years after the events or 15 years before the events or, you know, 10 years before pre-Poe or a real, like a post-Poe, a glory of Poe Rose risen to general or Poe before he was anything. He has a past.
2: Yeah, I want to see Poe in the past. I want to see him as sort of a hotshot pilot... Yeah. I wanna s I want to see the scrappiness of yeah. Poe. The stuff developed with him
0: and the Carrie Russell Felicity that he developed yes, with Felicity. Like right. that stuff seems
2: interesting. Yeah, yeah. And that he was a spice runner in the past. Yeah. Like that that's interesting that he... if we could get a Poe Dameron and
0: Felicity, they go to college in New York, they're not sure oh, which wow. one Poe likes, maybe likes like or Felicity likes Poe, but she also I don't know.
2: Yeah, we I like can, that. We could do a Felicity. And they're, like, and, and they're trying to figure out what to study. <laughs> yeah, and make totally. it in this big crazy and Who's world. on the
0: swim team and who's flying X Wings? Well, I like I love it. I think Carrie Russell I want to see a prequel
2: it would be Poe Dameron and Carrie Russell, not Carrie Russell's character, right? No, it's no, actually Carrie, it and it's it not Felicity either. It's no, actually it Poe Dameron Russell.
0: from Star Wars and Carrie Russell, the human being. And they go to college together. And they go to college in New York, and he wants to study spice running
2: and stuff, and she right. was
0: like, "Those are not real things."
2: Yeah, and she wants to study acting, <laughs> right, in order to land a, a job on the show Felicity. On the Felicity, and it's
0: like dealing with what's real and not what's real. Yeah. It's like I feel like we're in love with each other, but I don't know. But why. I don't
2: feel like you it, you really exist on this plane of reality right. i think you're somewhere else and so he's, and he's like, like yeah all that galaxy stuff that far that yeah all
0: that stuff that happened with the laser and stuff that meant nothing to you it's just like, And am she's like i no don't know idea. what you're talking about yeah.
2: and then there's moon knight crossover in there disney should hire, <laughs> hire us what if moon Knight's one of one of moon Knight's personalities is poe <laughs> dameron. Po
0: dameron yeah that's what i'm talking this about this thing
2: is we're we're connecting worlds here yeah. this is fantastic call our call our writers we're, up we're doing great work we're doing great work today so, Moon Knight, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'll watch it. Uh, I certainly don't think my kids can watch this, based yeah. on what I just saw. Uh, but uh, Because fans. of the accent? Because of the accent. I don't expose <laughs> them to bad accents. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's just parenting. Oh, I get it. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back... Another quick break. Round two of our Sleddy Round two, the Sleddies! The Sleddies! Coming up next. All right. I'm just saying that, again... Everybody's talking about COVID. Right. But no one is talking about the virus that I have. Boba flu bad cheese. Boba boba cheese. The boba cheese flu. Yeah. All
0: right. He might have more success in whatever he's trying to do uh, on Tatooine if he opened up some sort of arts and crafts cheese shop in Jabba's Palace.
2: Oh, and seemed, he was like artisanal yeah, cheese. Yeah,
0: people can't like it does it seems like a long walk between wherever he is wherever he's going all the time. Yeah, it's like it seems unnecessarily way too far, far away yeah, for what him. You
2: gotta make you gotta make that palace a destination. I don't understand how someone that lives that far out of a town yeah. is that invested in what happens in that town. Exactly. I never got the sense that Job of the Hutt was like let me see what's going on in Mall Sapsa. Yeah. yeah.
0: Espa. I think that's what they would like you to believe. But yeah, he's he's very outside of town. I think he needs to do probably open mic on, on
2: Friday. Oh, yeah. An open mic. Night. Like an open mic yeah. would be good.
0: Open mic with Boba Fett. Yeah. Or open back. It's back to tank. It's back to tank. Backed. Uh, yeah. Tank. He seems to let more than just him in there. Anybody. Anybody real, can go in there.
2: Just real quick. It's just like hot tubbing with Boba Fett. It is. But here's the thing, dude. Here's me. This is, these are dishes this is just I have you. To deal this is just with. you.
0: I don't share back to tank water with anyone. No, I know you don't. That's
2: disgusting. That's I, a full drain for me. You know, like put, the, put the kid in there. Put There's, put him only, my back one, to tank. there's only one tank. I would share the back to tank with my wife. There you go. That seems appropriate. And that's it. Nobody that's else. It. Nobody else is invited to the back to and tank. And for me, that's a maybe. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's a personal thing. That's my personal juices. Because you're sitting <laughs> in your own back to.
0: <laughs> I'm just not into it. He puts somebody in there. Like somebody gets injured in episode three. And he's like, just put, put him in, him with, in there. I'll be in there later. Put in you my put tank. him in now.
2: Put him in my tank. Should we clean it out first, boss? No. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> it's gross. There is nothing that this character has done so far in yeah. the show. Now, I've only seen three episodes. Me too. That is like, oh yeah, Boba Fett would do that. <laughs> totally. Not a single thing. Yeah. There's not a single yeah. thing where you're like... Yeah, that, that's that's like Boba Fett. Man. Oh, sweet Boba Fett. I can't believe he did that.
0: That's so like I would have probably gone like a nicer way, but he just he's just Boba he's Fett. Just like Boba he's Fett. Just, he the just the most care. he's the
2: most. There is a reason why he's the most notorious bounty hunter in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah.
0: this it guy. Turns out that whole conversation was like, "Hey, have you heard of Boba Fett? He is pretty sweet. Like he's <laughs> <that nice? laughs> he's sort
2: of like a." He's kind of like a grandfatherly quality to yeah. him. Like, he can get stern at times. Real loosey-goosey with the back-to-tank. He's like, have you been his back-to-tank? He lets anybody go. It's great. And he seems to be a lot more concerned with uh, with learning how to ride animals <laughs> yeah. than he does like in, like being an enforcer yeah. or scaring people or collecting. I mean, he just, yeah. oh my gosh. We should be offended by the show just on the
0: on the outstrip because the, uh, of any Star Wars property, there are more dead Banthas. In, in, so many in, dead banthas in Book of Boba Fett than any other Star Wars property. There's I, like a, I mean, we're, for, there it, was
2: an episode where I'm pretty sure it seemed like it was the exact same bantha that took a blaster shot. Poor guy. But just like what, just banthas are just dying left hey, and right on this the show. Save the
0: banthas. Yeah,
2: save the banthas.
0: Cannon fodder, not bantha fodder. Exactly. That's what I'm saying.
2: That's the platform I'm running on in the most espo midterms. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I, there's gonna be a big swing in that direction. I, I think, think so. Maybe. I yeah. think yeah, because I, the yeah. the current. Val Dury or whatever he calls himself yeah. <laughs> uh, is not not really doesn't seem to be very caring about the rights of banthas. Yeah, Tuscans are up there, and I'm I'm all yeah.
0: for in, inclusivity with Tuscans but I'm also very pro bantha, and I feel like they are being marginalized. Don't marginalize it, and being turned into margarine. Which <laughs> you've never had bantha butter? We've already had we've already had this conversation. Go back episode forty six. There's some episode out there and where we, we talk talked about, about bantha, bantha butter.
2: butter. Absolutely. Welcome
0: back. And welcome to part 2, part 2 of the sleddies. The sleddies. Yeah. Uh, wow, that name sounds like something different when you say it real quick. Part 2 of the sleddies. Oh yeah, I guess
2: it does. <laughs> it does. From the bobbies. The sleddy, the sleddy awards. The sleddy awards. Yeah. Does that sound like It's still there. Sounds there as well. Don't say it as fast then. The sled e awards. The sled e awards. Mm-hmm. The sleddy awards. Yeah, the sled. There we go. Sle- you got to hit the d. You have to hit you that d. You have to hit the d. Yeah. So welcome back to the sleddies. Also named my first
0: rap album. You have to hit the D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dun dun. Remember with that beat
2: that drops? And I was like, but dun dun. Hey, welcome back to the sleddy awards. Yes. I feel like I hit that D appropriately on that you one. You did well. The okay, D, good.
0: The D good. is crucial and you did well with it.
2: Part two, uh, because again, part one was lost to uh, to time. It was. It was lost. Yeah, it was, it was, for it was us. done for us. It was we done do for one us. for you. One for us. I believe when we last off last time, uh, did I say last off last? What did <laughs> I, I just say? I don't know. I thought you were talking about makeup for a second. I'm really tired. I was like, I do feel like I need a little luster up on the cheeks yeah, right here. Yeah, when we last off last time. What? <laughs> yeah. Let's try again. Let's do it. Last time, the last category that we had was okay, most yeah. nostalgic thing. We, talked, we left off on
0: most nostalgic things. Okay, but take me through just real quick without saying what they are and what we decided is what were the categories we covered the last time. We
2: did. We had best Disney-based movie. Yep. Best Disney Plus Thing mm-hmm. and Best Nostalgic Thing. Awesome. You can find that on episode 88. And We're going to
0: take off there with some new categories. That's right. Some new watching because I've watched some of this stuff now. So I have know.
2: too. Yay. It may change my analysis. Right. Uh, but we're going to start off with favorite back of the vault. So, again, we have a, a segment on the show that we do where we take a look at an old movie and we review it and talk about whether or not it's worth going to the back of the Disney vault in order to watch it. Right, right. The nominees for favorite back of the vault are The Rocketeer, Yes, Snowball Express, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Disney's Zombies. Great. Uh,
0: well, for me, I'm gonna just go gold on this one. And yeah, just uh, what the, the Sledia goes the, to, and the Sledia goes to. Did I say sleddia? Yeah, you did. I didn't you mean like to. tech? You made it like tech
2: or something. Mean, it's like an organic to, award now. It's called the Sleddy. Yeah. We're just coming up with this right now. Right. Exactly. All right, go for it. I don't feel that
0: I can pick Snowball Express because it's not in the back of the vault for me. It's very much in the front of the vault, so that doesn't count for me. So I'm going to pick Disney Zombies. Uh fun to watch, fun to podcast, fun fun communal experience watching that at your house. Oh so yeah. There you go.
2: Uh my the Sleddy for me goes to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. That name is very problematic. We're going to keep working through it. It'll be okay. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, again, my favorite movie of all time. Being able to sit and watch it and talk about it with you and talk about the history of it was just so much fun. fun. Uh, You know, but, but maybe maybe that doesn't. Maybe that betrays the feeling of the back of the it vault. Does. Because I feel at, like
0: at Raiders of the Car is not back of the vault Because I ask my storytelling class, like, I'll ask them what movies they've seen in that scene. So I'll yeah. name something obscure, like, who's seen Sideways? And they're just like, I have no idea what yeah, you're yeah. talking about. And I'll be like, who's seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? And, and it's still a lot up. of hands, okay. man. It's an old movie, but it's a lot of
2: hands. And then I, will take, uh, then I will take Raiders of the Lost Ark and I will go to Rocketeer. Okay, yeah. Because that makes again, sense. Rocketeer is probably one of those ones that not a lot of people have revisited. It remains one of my favorite movies of all time. And I love talking about it with you. I love talking about it with you, especially because I thought that you would love this movie. Yeah, and then you revealed that you could not. You couldn't finish. Couldn't the make movie. it through it. You Want couldn't make to. it through it. Still and on the, you, still I was on aghast. I was absolutely aghast in that, you and I remain to, aghast.
0: You have to uh, watch, uh, listen to our our New Year's resolutions episodes. Our, our febulutions febulutions <laughs> is coming next week, and we're going to talk about this again. Let's move on to the next category, which is best animated Disney based thing. Uh, so anything animated done by Disney, we got Encanto, Rey and the Last Dragon, Luca, What If, which is a Marvel series, Star Wars Visions, Ron's Gone Wrong, and The Simpsons Plus Anniversary, which is only on there to serve, uh, ironic comedic relief.
2: Right, exactly. We just sort of say it with it's a- so awful. It's so it's, bad. It's
0: mesmerizing It's so bad. Awful. What do you think, Mr. Storm? We're going,
2: uh, bronze, silver, gold on this? Sure, let's go bronze, silver, gold on it. Well, uh, I would say for bronze, I'm going to go with what if for bronze. Uh, yeah. As much as I like Star Wars Visions and I thought the art style was good, that that season really fell flat for me. Okay. I was not a overall not impressed with it. The silver goes to Luca. Yep. Because uh, I loved everything about that. Now, that would have been my gold. Yeah. If not for the fact that I watched Encanto this past week. Me too. And Encanto blew me away mm-hmm. like I I was so ready to not like this movie word the 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 trailer did not do anything to attract me yeah and I just was not the story didn't look interesting to me we sat down to watch it I I was ready to go like this is fine it's eh, possible fun time and I loved it I loved this movie and it, it it's unfortunate how little Support that this movie got and how quickly it was ushered to Disney plus, because this is probably one of the best Disney animated movies that has come out. It's certainly the best Disney animated movie that's come out since frozen, in my opinion. Wow. Uh, it, it may be one of the best that's come out in this new generation of, uh, of Disney storytelling.
0: Uh, that's amazing and amazing how close we got I'm going to go bronze Star Wars visions for just a few episodes on there that I thought I'm glad they were done I'm glad I got to see that I I don't know how much more I need but I'm really glad I got to see that Uh, and then Luca and then again I had the exact same experience did you Oh, you watching we didn't know what to watch and Kenny's like put Encanto on and I'm like well I mean I really have zero desire to watch it but we didn't have anything else so I put it on and not only did I love it I was drawn into it quickly very quickly I think it was the house the casita once I saw that the casita was a character I'm like I love this movie and
2: the way they handled the casita yeah. too it was uh, just the animation of the house coming to life was yeah, I great loved, I loved everything and about it the music it. is the so music good the music is
0: good the environments are lush and beautiful uh, the relationships are totally there but yep. not overdone they, do, they don't they don't just like they don't really polarize people into one thing right. the actual conflict within some of those yep. they, it's just Really, really, really good. I was super surprised. I do think it's one of the best. Uh, I think they could have done just a tiny bit more with the story, but I was glad they didn't. I'm glad it was just I, a I story love, yeah. about, the, about the relationships there. And I thought that was really good. I tried to think back on the marketing and why it didn't. Because that thing lends itself to be a marketing bonanza of posters that feature sure. the, the strong and and whatever. And I get you probably couldn't do Bruno, but you could do a silhouette or something like that. Yeah. Where you really could just give attention to their, like have a ton of fun with that marketing. Because it's a very fun movie and I was surprised that it came off is I thought it was going to be a singing movie about
2: flowers and that's kind of it and it's, tol- <laughs> it's totally not that movie no it's a it's a great movie about family yeah. and, it's, and it's about recognizing the, the many facets of a personality and uh and and I the, each character is handled so well yeah and I think the thing with and this is the problem with the trailer right is you you draw your conclusions about a movie before you've ever seen it by seeing right, the trailer yeah. and the trailer by nature has to be very one dimensional yeah. and so I think the characters that were introduced to in the trailer seemed very one dimensional you're like okay I know how this, this story is going to go Totally, this movie is very three dimensional uh, in terms of character and and storytelling and uh, just really really delightful yeah you, I mean, they leave
0: that trailer uh, from my perspective What like you know the, when you're in this family at a certain age you get a room and that room is, is like the uh, the TARDIS or something you go yeah, inside right. of it, and it's bigger and it's like themed or whatever I, I mean, this is the greatest storytelling <laughs> idea I've I've ever it's heard. It's so great. Those, those rooms are amazing. Yeah. yeah, I really, really enjoyed Encanto. Number one, diz, best Disney animated thing in 2021. Absolutely. Absolutely. Encanto
2: gets the sled e. Next category is biggest news story of the year. Yikes. And our nominees are Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, Spectacular? Mm. The Death of the Disney Store, Aww. The Death of Fast Pass, and The Birth of Genie Plus. Uh-huh. The Rocketeer sequel gets announced. Mickey's Toontown gets a redesign. The Galactic Star Cruiser's awful marketing start, and the ScarJo, oh, the Scarjo sues thing was, Disney yeah. and then agrees to produce a movie for them.
0: Right, which really was well. The first half of that was really a deep part of this podcast. It for, was many, for a many episodes, very long. We time. were we were waiting on bated breath and for back the and outcome. forth too, yeah. representing
2: the the different uh, yeah parties of that. Team lawsuit. Disney,
0: then Team Scar. Team Disney, then Team
2: Scar. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was really a hot thing on this podcast. So, what would you say is the biggest news story? Let's just give this one a, just the sleddy. What do you think is the best a news story the on this one? sleddy For me, is going to go to Mickey's Toontown gets a
0: redesign because this is a Disneyland podcast at its heart, and that most is is, is it, that's the most thing I'm going to. Look forward to going to that. And yeah. For me, that's you think that's the biggest news story of the year. For me personally, I'm giving the sled E to Mickey's Toontown gets a redesign.
2: I'm gonna give the sled E to the death of Fast Pass and the birth of Genie Plus. This is uh this obviously has huge ramifications for the way you tour at any of the Disney parks. It's a huge thing. Um and especially for Disneyland. Uh Disneyland, you know, the 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 creation of Lightning Lane Plus at Disneyland. And I guess the genie plus isn't that big of a deal cause we've had max pass, but the fact that now max pass has, is gone away and it's now this new thing and, and the payment of it and then the upcharge for the, the limitation of fast passes that you can have. Yeah,
0: you said it really well on a couple of times when we covered this, when it first started coming out, and I, it probably does deserve the sledy, but you said that, uh, Disneyland was moving to a phase of being no longer uh, pay to enter but it was a platform now like you you had you were now going to have to pay more to experience right. things that used to be included you said it really wonderfully that then i said it terribly you had a really, you had a really good phrase for it. I don't remember what I said. Yeah, you said it really good. Like, but anyways, that is really the really the the foundation of this news story. Is Disney has gone from you know, ticket book to just one price get in your family. Right. We're all here together, experience the show. There's no extra charge other than food. To now, you're paying to just get in, and now there's lots of other experiences you're going to have to pay for. That that's yeah. now the direction we're heading in, and that's that's a, that's just a comment on the culture of the of where Disneyland is going.
2: And it's important. It's really important. It it's is a important. huge shift. And again, I, I think what this signals is the Disney company looking at the Disney company first and guest experience second. Yeah. As opposed to guest experience first and the Disney company second.
0: mean yeah. like, so $220 that gets me just main street. And they're like, Whoa, it gets you the street. Oh, you the can sidewalks are extra. If you want to go into the stores, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: a little bit more good. Sleddy. Yeah. Good. Sleddy. You sleddy. take the next one.
0: Well, here's what we have. We have the, Favorite our favorite podcast episode of the year, and that's of this podcast, Bob sleds and Banthas. What 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 do you think, listener? What was your favorite episode of Bob sleds and Banthas for twenty twenty one? Here's some some contenders. Episode eighty four, which is where we talked about there's something strange in your podcast feed, uh, which was our Ghostbusters episode seventy five, which was fun. Uh, episode seventy five is where we just had a ton of fun going off the rails talking about uh, Jessica Doogie Avatar HD Happy Meals. Uh, to do that was the Doogie Howser reboot, where, we're, where we learned Scott's true feelings
2: about Avatar, Avatar, and also the true history of me owning a word processor and what that experience was like.
0: Yeah, that is a really, really fun episode. It's just an off
2: the rails conversation. It's a Patreon
0: that made us way into, a, into episode seventy five. Episode forty three was the only approved way to watch Star Wars, so we went through a bunch of the different uh, approved ways of watching Star Wars, named ways of watching them, chronological order, machete order, and. then and we offered up the official Bantha order, um, which I thought turned into a sweet episode.
2: It was a sweet episode.
0: Episode 81 Three Grown Men in a High School Musicals, where we had Mark Andrade from the We Like Theme Parks uh, podcast on here. And we watched one of his favorite movies, uh, and he knew a surprising
2: amount about it. And we gushed, all three of us yeah. gushed over how great Three Grown Men This Disney Channel musical was.
0: Just like zombie musicals are probably where I went wrong. I should have gone into that. I should have done I'd that. Only, That's what I, I should have done. That was episode uh, 81, episode 47, Building Castles in Imagination. That was an interview with Tom Morris, Imagineer Tom Morris. And then episode 72, Best and Worst E-Ticket Attractions.
2: Scott, they're all, they're all great. Oh, they're all great. How do you choose just one? It's impossible. It's like picking your favorite kid. It's like picking your favorite kid. You can't do it. But we're going to. All right. Because that's what our, our role is. The bronze for me... Uh, you know, I'm just gonna go for my favorite. I'm okay, just gonna yeah, go for just go, just go, go for favorite. the sleddy, uh, the sleddy for me. If I got to pick one, it's probably episode 84, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. uh, really, because not only did I oh, love the conversation that we had in in that the exploration of nostalgia and all those types of things, but I, I felt like for me, it really does signify the next generation of bobsleds for us the next iteration i should say next iteration of bobsleds where we really start to lean into not just talking about disneyland and star wars and things that we love about that but also this idea of nostalgia uh maintaining childlike wonder where we find it in everyday life how we share it with those that we love and uh, Ghostbusters '84 is is that episode where I feel like we intentionally said, okay, we're going to be going in this direction. We hope that our listeners will join us in yeah. in that exploration.
0: I'm giving my solidity to episode 47, building castles with imaginary animations with Tom Morris. For the you know, I don't know, sort of the counterpoint to what you said is that one of the reasons we st- that I never thought I would get the opportunity to have. I didn't know this opportunity even existed. Honestly, I didn't know this was a thing that could happen to you before we started bobsleds is that when you are, uh, you know, fortunate enough when things go well, you're able to interview, uh, an imagineer, somebody has access to, Deep archival history of Disney and how it worked. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a few minutes with him before, where he was just real candid with us about the company, and that was just a really special time to be treated as an insider when I'm absolutely an outsider. Totally, every yes. way. yeah. That, that was just very kind of him to include us in some of those thoughts. Uh, and then this thing has happened when we've interviewed every Imagineer, where the rest of the world fades away. I kind of time travel back to the '60s, '70s, somewhere in there. And I literally just – I feel like I'm outside of the flow of time listening to uh, – you know, you can almost smell the way The Office smelled at that uh-huh, time. Sure. And yeah. it's super selfish. It's 100% for me. But I just never anticipated in starting this podcast with you that I would ever get the opportunity to sort of just like close my eyes and be like, all right, Bob Gurry's taking me away now. And I'm just – Yeah, yeah. And, and Tom Morris had a lot of those things. He's just – he's an, a well-spoken artist about, and about his craft and listening to how he did that for me. It is super like – I hope our audience enjoyed it, but if right. you're like we didn't record, I'd feel bad for Tom. Be like we just
2: wasted your time. Yeah, but it was but great man, for us. It was
0: so great for me. I,
2: I mean, I, that comment You know, we we did two parts with with Tom, and uh, the first one we just I loved hearing about how these Imagineers grew up. Like, yeah, what, what, what was your childhood like? I mean, yeah. and hearing about his paper route and how he earned money in order to go to the opening of Walt Disney World and all those types of things leading up. to, And then we got into his the, the conversation about how he studied balloons and balloon sales on Main Street and. And that was like blew
0: my mind. I thought
2: about that forever. It was so great. It was just one of those things where it's like we did not plan to spend 30 minutes talking about the sale of balloons on Main Street, but it was fascinating to hear somebody that took that much time and care to examine the reasons why things are successful and why they're not and how to do things differently. And, you know, that's just one of those it's a it's a breadcrumb trail that led into really, really neat things that I yeah. feel like, again, I feel honored that he allowed us time to talk to talk about something like that. When, you know, he's done hundreds of interviews talking about his work, but how much time is he able to spend on talking about something like this? Yeah. Uh, in addition to the time that he gets to spend talking about his work. It so it's a great honor Go listen for to episode
0: 47 and learn all about uh, selling balloons on main street.
2: Next category yeah, is you is the biggest theme park thing of the year. And uh are we
0: skipping a category oh, we're
2: going back one category
0: oh you I. you skipped
2: imagine? forward and that's okay i oh, didn't did want to I? say it oh that's i didn't cool. want to ruin the magic but now i'm going to get this they train both... back on its track i appreciate you getting getting hold thunder mountain back on the railroad get a, there. put it back on the railroad yeah all they both right?
0: started with biggest
2: yeah i know they did are you criticizing the way the categories are arranged no I was
0: criticizing my own ability to just read one word and then move, and, and assume i know the meaning of it
2: that's all right. Biggest, very, got it, we e- already did that. Next. Done check. Favorite. Next. This is, what, what is it, biggest theme park thing of the year? Biggest theme park thing all of the right. year, and here are the nominees. Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Spectacular? Oh. That's probably the reason why you skipped it, was because it was the exact same first one. Exactly. So, Walt Disney World's 50th. Avengers Campus opens. Yeah, it did. Imagineering leaves California and moves to Lake Nona, Florida. Mm. The death of FastPass. The announcement of Genie Plus and Lightning Lane Plus. Disneyland reopens after the pandemic. Jungle Cruise gets updated show scenes. Theme parks open without social distancing or outdoor mask requirements. The no line skipping weeks of Disneyland and Jessica Rabbit gets a makeover. Jessica Rabbit, private eye. Lots of theme park things that happened this year. Uh, and obviously one the most historic one is the fact that they, that Disneyland reopened after the pandemic, but what is the yeah. biggest theme park thing that happened this year, Aaron? The biggest theme park thing I, you all, you know me, I want
0: to pick Imagineering Leaves California, but that is that a theme park thing? It It is a theme park supportive feature, but I don't know that it's oh, a... I think
2: it's, I think it's instrumental to the theme park experience if I'm being honest with you. Okay,
0: good. But I'm not going to pick it. All I right. just want to debate you whether or not it was d- to d- belong on the list or not. It does
2: belong on the list. I say do d- belong. I think I did. You're off today. There's I really something,
0: am. Something, something going on over there, but it's okay. You it's know? not COVID. It's not at all. It's definitely not COVID. It's, it's not. What you have is the fleecy, the fleecy cool hairs.
2: That's right. It happens every That's once right. in a it while. Happens it every didn't once go, in go
0: away. We move on. Um, the biggest thing that happened, I think, probably like this will go as wide a net as I can cast. So the theme parks opening uh, without social distancing, just a return to the park when we started this podcast, mm. episode one. Uh, the park was open. It shut down. I think in. The, between the release of two three or something it shut down very early on. shut down very early but for most of this podcast's existence disneyland was not open that's correct and we got to have the experience of having uh, me going to disneyland for the first time on this podcast while it was open that's right and that was big it's big for a lot of people so i'm gonna go with that what do you think the sleddy goes to see it's like an awards show you read <laughs> Wait, what do I do now? Almost none of these are math problems. Are I you sure? I, I
2: don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out, though. I'm trying to read. I'm what, are still gonna trying to read. what are you going to pick? What are you going to pick? For me, oh, man, I just got done saying that the the biggest news story of the year is uh, Disney Plus. I'm sorry, Genie Plus and uh, Lightning Lane Plus. I do think that's one of the biggest theme park things that happened this year, undeniably. But I think I'm going to go with you. The slutty award goes to Disneyland reopens after the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just. We we weren't sure when that was going to happen. We weren't sure how it was going to happen. We weren't sure what was going to happen when it did happen. And if you
0: remember, there were there were just dates that came and went. It just it seemed it like kept it kept on being pushed. Yeah, it seemed like it was a never.
2: And then when it opened, you went down and did a great trip report for us, where it was like this is really weird. Yeah, like and the experience was not Disneylanded. Yeah, and I remember you said that it felt like. Uh, Or maybe maybe you said it or maybe you were quoting somebody who said it. Jason said it. Yeah, that that it felt like somebody purchased Disneyland and then tried to run it into the ground but but didn't didn't do a good job job of trying to force it out of business. And and so that experience and then you going back and after uh, the the social distancing stuff had been relaxed and sort of now where we are more or less, just being able to listen to that and have somebody that was there uh, experiencing it and coming back and saying, this is what the experience is like. I'm not trying to say it's – I'm not – trying to bag on it i'm not trying to minimize it. i'm not trying to elevate it this is the experience and it was weird for me and i want to love this place yeah was fascinating and so i, I think it absolutely is the biggest uh biggest theme park thing of the year is that disneyland opened back up again
0: that takes us to the biggest letdown of the year and this is just company-wide maybe life-wide if you know. the biggest life-wide. letdown the biggest letdown of the year uh is the star cruiser promos about the uh halcyon star cruiser uh, star wars hotel just those ads that came out. Genie Plus. <laughs> those ads that came those out. Those ads, which kind <laughs> those of things. tips the hat to the, to the problem. Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes, Jungle Cruise, Bob J. Peck. It's just in general. In general. <laughs> a big uh, letdown. Moving Imagineering to Florida, Book of Bubba Fett and the Star Wars formula, uh, Avengers Campus, all of it, and the Eternals, which I have now seen. Oh. Maybe, maybe that Eternals. will rate on this. Uh, I would really, really need to put that scene in quotes, though. Just there you go.
2: It was on. It was on. It was on, and you were near it, and it finished. Right. Okay. I think Fair there's enough. a small possibility it's, it's still could playing. Be right so now, still going. It eternally. could be the movie's very long. Uh, let's see. The biggest letdowns of the year for me. Yeah. Let me work through this. The book of Boba Fett is a letdown, absolutely, but it still hasn't finished, and so right. to put this in the 2021 camp feels a little disingenuous to me. It feels a little. It only had one episode in 2021. I think or... that might be right. Okay. I think that might be right. So okay. I, I feel like it's too early to call whether or not the book of Boba Fett is a letdown. And calling it the Star Wars formula feels a little premature right now for me. So I'm going to say okay. no on that. Avengers Campus, I have not been to. I, again, I can only experience vicariously. It sounds like it was a little bit of a letdown. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but uh, but I don't know if it rates for me. Bob Chapek certainly is a letdown this year. That probably would be my bronze. I think that the... Okay. the, the, the what we have, what we on the show have continually said, we want a folksy leader that uh, that you just can't help but love. So yeah. an, uh, we want Uncle Bob. Right, sure we are not we're,
0: getting Uncle Bob. We're not talking about. Bob Chapek's ability to play well in a pickup football game at a family reunion at a beachfront Yeah, or get resort. you into a chokehold.
2: Yeah. We're not talking about that. <laughs> that at all. The we're ability to talking- wear very starched collars. We're yeah, not talking we're about We're talking
0: about, that. about a creative vision uh, and a return to wonder and imagination right. that would launch a entertainment company into a new era.
2: Or inspire its fans to say everything's going to be okay. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Not the football thing. No, I'm sure he would not be a big letdown in a football category.
0: Yeah, if we were like all there, all the families got together, yeah. and we like had a lunch, and then he's like, you guys want to get a quick fo- pick-up
2: football game? You're like, you're on my team, Bob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> uh, A no, but... But if I did, but if I did I'd want I'll, you to I'll be play, on my I'll, team. I play Chapek. So the bronze goes to Chapek. The silver goes to the Star Cruiser promos. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, we're expecting a lot more heat out of that gate and have not gotten it. The gold for me goes to the Jungle Cruise movie. Uh, I had high hopes of what this thing could be. I think it could have been a great uh, Pirates of the Caribbean-like series and not Pirates of the Caribbean again, which is what Jungle Cruise ended up being. And again, not even Pirates of the Caribbean, the first movie. I'm talking more like the third one, third or fourth one at this point.
0: I'm going Bronze, Avengers Campus, Eh. and I'm going Silver jungle cruise movie and i'm going uh gold for me goes moving imagineering to florida oh yeah as somebody that visits uh burbank and glendale uh, almost once a month yeah that's right spends a lot of time on flower street and cruising around that
2: area it's just such a hit to me that's just it is a letdown yeah and i mean for our friends that are being affected by that it's huge absolutely huge um florida listen i lived in florida I love Florida. Yeah. But to be told, like, you're moving from Glendale to Florida is a big hit. For lots of reasons. Big but hit. there we go. Next category is The Best Thing We Never Watched. Ooh, take some things off this list. That's right. Uh, the 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 nominees for The Best Thing We Never Watched. There's a lot of things out there. That we didn't We couldn't watch, watch all of them. Yeah,
0: We we just, for me, we have have taken Kanto off the list in 80s top 10 for you.
2: Well, we're not taking it off. It's still potentially on here. But we never, we did watch it. Oh, I guess you're right. Okay, (laughs) so the nominees are Hawkeye, which you never watched. Correct. And I stopped watching. (laughs) Great. What If, which I watched, but you never did. Right. And Kanto, oh, and Kanto we both watched. Is now gone. Black Widow, which I never watched. But I did. Cruella, which I never watched. But I did. The Mysterious Benedict Society, which you never watched. Correct. 80s top 10 with Rob Lowe. I started to watch it. I watched that first one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. He's up in maybe the I get, Maybe Hill. I
0: can get through more of it. Yeah, yeah, you Maybe do. I can get through you more. Do. It's going to take you on a, on a nostalgia wonderland journey.
2: I'm just saying that that first episode, which is the biggest water cooler moments of the 1980s. Oh, yeah. When you're saying that, when you're including some, what they included, I was like, Certainly, there are bigger stories than this, and then yeah. in the entire decade cooler, of the 1980s. Water cooler moments, though, yeah, led you talked about.
0: To pop, pop culture, though, with a pop culture leaning. Mm. You don't touch about the Challenger explosion at the water cooler.
2: Everybody was talking about the Challenger explosion at the water cooler. <laughs> You're
0: probably right. Literally, every water cooler was more of a with a pop with a pop culture then.
2: They talked yeah. about. They said the metric was like impact and long lastingness, or something yeah. like that. And you're trying to tell me that President Reagan being shot and the Challenger exploding <laughs> and the Iran-Contra affair those all rate right underneath Andy Kaufman on the David Letterman show?
0: Yeah. Uh, Andy Kaufman is a sad story and, and really an important
2: artistic and comedic one. I'm sorry. MASH was a great show. <laughs> yeah. The ending of MASH was not more important than the present United States getting shot. I can't believe you brought up the Iran Contra hearings. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> you saying. You had a very different water cooler. I'm just saying that you there were things that were happening in the 80s that were, not, that were not covered in that first episode. Fair enough. What's the best thing you never watched? Let's give it a let's give Oh, it a I'm sorry. We also had Beatles. Get back! Oh yes, yes, and a very boy band holiday. Yep, didn't see it. uh, Which, uh, which we really feel like we need, we need to watch this thing. So, uh, for you, Aaron, what was the best thing you never watched?
0: Uh, The best thing that I never watched, I hear, and I think this is probably true, is the Mysterious Benedict Society. It's probably an excellent show, and I just I have commitment issues with television
2: series. It is shocking to me that you have not watched this series. From a creative standpoint, mm-hmm. from a storytelling standpoint, from a performance standpoint, artistic standpoint, artistic standpoint, the art direction of it, I'm missing all out. of it, you have, you are missing out and you are missing out on a fantastic shared experience with your kids.
0: That is true. Yes. And boy, that felt real. <laughs>
2: that that so really did it for me. I hope I have you, to, you into watching. Yeah, if you're, this, you're looking for how to motivate me through guilt, you found, you found it. I've Great gone for job. the jugular. Yep. Uh, you're letting your family down by not watching. No, you this did with it. Them. You did well. Thank you. Uh, my best thing that I never watched again, according to you, is going to be Cruella. The mm-hmm. sleddy goes to Cruella. It's a movie that I did not pay premium for when it came out free. Uh, I was sort of soured on the whole like villain is the hero thing. Yeah. I'm just sort of sick of that type of storytelling, especially for a kids movie. Yeah. And so, uh, so I, I have not watched it yet. Okay.
0: Here we go. We got the best Aaron and Scott thing. This is just the best thing. The bro, the bro. I don't know what we're called. Bantha boys. The Bantha boys. This is the best Bantha boys thing that happened this year. Uh, Aaron takes Scott one wheeling for the first time. Listening to our tongue hearts. That's the introduction of Slurpee time on the show. When we actually went to go get Slurpees. Oh, we, we drove over there. Yeah. And we did an Instagram live while we went oh, and got right. Slurpees. that's right. We did. Yeah. And we listened to our tongue hearts. We did. Live on Instagram. Accidentally calling a hitman's answering uh, machine. That Uh, happened. That did happen. The time we almost burnt down the podcasting studio, that was in 2021? Yeah, because that was our
2: one-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. We were celebrating our one-year boss. Your
0: wife made a giant cookie? That's right. And then we lit it on fire. We lit it on fire. And then... And then the studio started to catch fire. Yeah. I mean, not really. Not really, but there was smoke, and then there were emails the next day of like... Anybody know what happened
2: in the podcast? Hey, why are there a bunch of matches in the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: "I don't know. That's weird. It sounds like you're saying they're not supposed to be there. And the last thing was uh, the marathon hangout at the Storm Household, which involved chili, cornbread, salad, something called Scarlet Pie. Scarlet Pie. Scarlet Pie, pie, uh, fireworks, one
2: wheeling, Uh board board games. Board games. Zombies the musical. Zombies the musical. Uh, Mickey Mouse shorts. Mickey Mouse shorts.
0: Yeah. And I and me staying up past my bedtime by about two hours. Yeah. We did a lot. Yeah. That was a lot. It was a big day. Yeah.
2: It was great. All right. Was what, was the the what was the
0: best Aaron and Scott
2: thing? The sled. The sled E goes to. Oh boy, the Marathon Hangout was fantastic. I feel like it is uh, critical and pivotal and foundational for our friendship, just not you and I, but our family's friendships with each other Mm -hmm. really solidified that. I think that was the first time your entire family came over and my entire family was there. That you knew about. That I knew about. (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) Uh, So I think that's incredibly important, but I would say not as important as when you took me one wheeling for the first time, because yeah. uh, what you did was introduce me to a hobby that now I am absolutely over the moon in love yeah. with. I look forward to doing it every single day. Yeah. I think about it when I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to doing it more with you yeah. and uh, and uh, having grand, grand adventures. And now I'm in this thing where I'm already thinking about getting a second one so that I can have one so my kids can do it with me yeah. when they want to
0: do it. I think it. That's great two questions both these are going in the episode yes Uh, one's a statement one's a question did you do your trail ride yet today I have not okay my second was when I got that text from you I was doing something so I glanced over and I read it quickly and I guess I'm getting I thought you said you were going to one wheel across the country yep (laughs) It did say you're going to run wheel across the cross-country cross track. Cross-country track. I read it, and I was like, he's doing it. He's doing it. he's. Quitting. Oh, is that the reason why you responded the way you did? Like- I think so. For first, I thought he's quit his job. He's going to make a documentary, <laughs> and he's now one-wheeling across the country. And here's the bad thing. As a friend, I should tell him not to do this, but really? I'm going to fully support this, this is a great This is a, why this we is, should definitely do this. Do this. But we, we've talked about similar things in California. We absolutely have. And so I thought, oh, he's, he's doing it. He's doing it. He got real scared because he got the, the bonfire of the vanities. Yep.
2: Which is not COVID not COVID. absolutely
0: not you got the bonfire of the vanities and now he's happy to be alive and he's
2: one wheeling across that's the country what gonna do. i don't care i'm i have a new lease on life but Listen, every the, day is the day is the day but it's, it's just the cross-country track out here by the yeah by the we're gonna go up on the you're gonna come with me i don't
0: have a one wheel and i off-roading scares me
2: no you gotta do it
0: yeah uh, are you gonna go down that hill
2: yeah oh, let's no, no, do no, no, it no 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 um, you can do it we're gonna do it uh, so
0: that's when you picked is the one wheeling and oh, and also led to these things from Craft and Ride that I got. Can I mention these yeah, things? Yeah, please do. I got uh, you, Craft and Ride, was kind enough to provide for my One Wheel XR these Back to the Future 2 hoverboard railers, yes. uh, rails and grip tape things, which will uh, hover convert your One Wheel into a hoverboard from uh, from Back to the Future. And I, I think that's amazing.
2: I can't wait for you to uh, revamp, revise. It's happening this weekend. Yeah, you, and then post this thing all yeah. over Instagram. I think this could be the birth of our YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, your one wheel will now look like the hoverboard from Back to yeah. the Future 2. Do you know anybody that has the Nike, what are those called, the Nike Air Mags? I think that's what they are called, yeah. Yeah, I need a pair of Air Mags. You should. I'm sure you can rent them. So,
0: uh, yeah, so that's uh, so the biggest Scott and Aaron thing of the year. I'll go with uh, the Marathon Hangout.
2: What a fun day. A fun day. The next category is the best jingle of the year now says banthas we do a lot of jingles on the lots show lots we sing a lot yep we do silly songs mm-hmm. it's one of the things that uh, that i love doing the most here's one now it's time for the sleddies the sleddies, the sleddies are the here sleddies. the sleddies are here and they're
0: full of cheer
2: <laughs>
0: there nope, there's
2: no more dang it <laughs> So we have those, the jingles that happen every once in a while. That's right. And the nominees are Listen to Your Tongue Heart, a Slurpee song, Sparkle Dashy Super Clean. Sparkle Dashy Super Clean. We Clean Everything, Including Your Spleen. Soda Poppin', mm-hmm. Jingle in the News, and The Quesadilla Song. Oh,
0: yeah. What a tough category. It is here. a tough category. Yeah. Uh, who's going first? I think I'm going first. You're going you first because I read. Uh, I'm going to go, you know, this is a sleeper hit. I'm going with the quesadilla song. That's a great song. I love it. I love the way you sound in it. Uh, and then after I did it, I listened to it while I was mountain biking in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and so it has like a locational <laughs> affinity to me. Yep. Uh-huh. I love the quesadilla song. You can't eat a quesadilla. There's no quesadilla song. You can't eat a quesadilla. There's no quesadilla song. Quesadilla. What do you have there in that case? Quesadilla. Dum-dum. It's the... Why do you not have a second verse in the song?
2: Let me tell you about a renegade zone through the West.
0: Do you know what rhymes with Dia?
2: Let me tell you about a renegade zone through the West. This girl I knew, her name was Dia. She said, Can I have some quesadilla? Yes, you
0: can, but it's not free.
2: Yeah. Like there's gonna, be, yeah. You know, that type of thing. Are
0: you giving me audio suggestions?
2: Yeah, can you compose something? Oh, okay, I'll work on it.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's a great, great song. It's a great song.
2: That's your, that's your, that's oh, your yeah. Sledy award.
0: Yeah, quesadilla gets okay. the sled.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm going to say my Sleddy award goes to Sparkle Dashy Super Clean. Mm.
0: Sparkle Dashy Super Clean.
2: We <laughs> clean everything, including your spleen. Uh, again, just it came out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't even remember the context <laughs> for it. Either. You rattled off a jingle as if you were a professional songwriter, right? And it just it it took on a life of its own. My yeah. kids are drawing what Sparkle Dashy Super Clean looks <laughs> oh, like. I love it. Uh, my oldest has created a mascot for Sparkle Dashy Super Clean, Mister Sparkle. Right. Yeah, uh, and I, I believe this not is gonna, Bob J. Peck, totally. Not different. Bob Chapack. Totally. it looks similar, not okay. to, not but not the same. <laughs> And uh, and I believe like that logo sparkle dashy super clean will probably end up going on a shirt oh, at some I point. It. I need it. Uh, it's it, it is it is a jingle that launched a thousand ideas and so that yeah. gets the slutty award for me.
0: All right. Biggest surprise of the year, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Woo! It is a thing. Wanda it was a Vision. surprise. WandaVision, Jungle Cruise gets a new show scenes. Luca, Muppets Haunted Mansion, Encanto, Simpsons plus a Versi. Again, this surprise for that is more a surprise. I'm surprised they made it. I'm surprised that happened. I'm surprised the audacity. I'm surprised we're not talking about it
2: still. I'm surprised people didn't lose their mind when it came out. Is that Goofy drinking a beer in your shirt? That's not canon. Oh, no, it is now. No, it is. (laughs) That happened. It happened. It's
0: something that's fully supported
2: by the Disney company. Yeah, they were totally okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that is the surprise. They
0: do, they that sell may a, actually be the biggest surprise of the year. a Fab Five six-pack right now. It's five with just one missing. It's great. Because
2: we can't include Mickey in that. Right. Because so that would be that that's, would be sacrilege. That's, That'd that's be crazy. the Fab Five six-pack. Yeah, that's right. You can get it at Albertsons. Uh, biggest surprise of the year for me... Vons, if you're in LA. The biggest surprise for me, the uh, the slutty on this one goes to... I mean, WandaVision was a great surprise uh, yeah. uh, they, that they pulled it off. Spider-Man No Way Home. Ooh, I don't so know good. if it... I mean, I guess... It, I, again, people love that movie a lot more than I love it. Yeah. It, was it a surprise? It was enjoyable. I expected everything to happen that you happened. You believed in
0: Andrew and Toby was the worst kept non-secret secret. Yeah, you were was. the only one that I didn't was the believe only that. One they were like, I don't... But they said they weren't, they said in, they weren't it. in it. they said they weren't
2: in They're not going to be they in really it. They really seemed to have no knowledge. Why would they... Wh- I mean, they asked them point blank and they said, no, why would yeah, Why would they lie? People are generally truthful. Why would they lie? So uh, I don't feel like Spider-Man No Way Home was a surprise. It's a surprise in how much people loved it loved to me. It. That's a surprise. Yeah. Uh, jungle crew gets new show scenes that was a a surprise but also not it's it was nice to see but i wouldn't say it was totally surprising the biggest surprise for me oh man wow luca was a great surprise in terms of how tight the storytelling was and the sweetness of that story muppets haunted mansion the fact that they made that that's going to get it for me muppets haunted mansion is the biggest surprise for me it, it married two things that I love. It did it with care yeah. and, uh, and, and consideration. And it's rewatchable. It's rewatchable. Yeah. It felt like a return to uh, TV specials uh, that we grew up with yeah. as kids. Uh, so Muppets Haunted Mansion gets it for me. Uh, a honorable mention goes to Encanto. I was completely surprised by how much I loved it how good it was. Simpsons Plus Anniversary also a surprise. Uh, the Woo! audacity that they released that. Yeah. But uh, the sleddy for me goes to Muppets Haunted Mansion.
0: Then I'll give it to its rightful owner, which is Encanto uh mm. Just but what a what a uh, I don't know it's not a sleeper hit but I was just I was against it and now I love
2: it I love it yeah it's fantastic we'll
0: watch it again there's so many characters to just enjoy and they all
2: say little things that you're like that is true and every single place where that movie could have gone bad it yeah. went good yeah and it's just man it's good it's it one of it it's a movie that reinstalled my hope for yeah. what Walt Disney animated pictures could be.
0: I love the house. And I, I hear Bruno is getting a lot of love on the internet. Oh man. So that's, that's great. Fun.
2: John Leguizamo did a great job in that too. Yeah. Surprising to hear him. He did a great job. The next category is the most meh thing. Yeah. This is the thing where it came out and you were like, yeah, it's a thing. Mm. No, I don't really care. It's not really blowing More my hair stuff. back. Feed the monster. Yep. Feed, feed that beast. Yep. Feed that beast. The nominees are jungle cruise. The movie Disney Plus content as a whole. Yeah. The pandemic as a whole. Raya and the Last Dragon, Black Widow, Pim's Test Kitchen, Spider-Man's Web Slingers, and Hawkeye.
0: Interesting. I liked uh, when Kennedy and I did a little pickup to bridge the gap in our last episode. We were rating Disney Plus the app features. <laughs> the, apps, the, yeah, the, sounds. the
2: best Disney Plus thing was the app feature. <laughs> yeah, and the, sounds. the sounds it makes when you use it. It's really great. Hey, the long press thing. That was a pro tip. Oh, did you like that? Yeah, I did. It was great. Listen to Bob Sleds and Banthus,
0: people. We're, we're, we're talking about our childhood and giving you real good, solid Life lessons, things to do. Uh, is this going to me? What's the most meth thing yeah, for me? Yeah, what is me? the most meth thing? I'm going to go with... It's a tie for me between uh, Pim's Teth's Kitchen and Disney... Plus content as a whole or Mm. Spider-Man web slingers. I'm going to go Spider-Man web slingers. Oh, interesting. Now, why is that? I I pivoted because this for me is in my heart somewhere will always be a theme park show and, uh, themed entertainment is, is, at the core of who I am, so yeah. I'm always going to like go that way. And I waited for it, and I was excited by it, and it turned into a video game that is not bad. The queue's not bad, not good. The video game experience is not bad or not good. It's You're just like, kind of like, yeah, I could see you guys upgrading this or just kind of gutting it and doing something different yeah. here. It's just kind of a, a meh experience, and it's theme park. You have to crush that. You're just, yeah. Why aren't you crushing? You it? have
2: to crush that. That's your new ride to signify your new land. Yeah what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. What about you? Uh, for me, it's tied between Jungle Cruise and Raya and the Last Dragon. Both mm. of these movies had very, very hopeful trailers, uh, especially Raya and the Last Dragon. I remember when that trailer came out, we watched it and we we're like, man, this looks awesome. This, like, this is like an cool, yeah. Animated martial arts film by yeah. Disney. Like this could be really, really cool. The setting was interesting. The character design of Raya was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I had high hopes for it and just was so like... Not interested in the movie right after the first hour of exposition. I was, was going to say first 10 minutes. I felt like an hour of exposition. Yeah. Uh, just not interested in it. It just didn't. It uh, Again, I, I I maintain I called it to you uh, Ray in the last DreamWorks because it just felt yeah. like a DreamWorks, like a, a run of the mill, basic DreamWorks film. Jungle cruise sort of similar. I mean, jungle cruise, we had a huge hopes for it. We're like, I don't know the rock is in this, but that doesn't really seem like it's going to do anything. But then yeah. the trailer came out. And you're like, this is cool. This is like, this could be really like an Indiana Jones on the river type of thing. This could harken back to the feeling of Brendan Fraser's mummy. Like this, again, this could be the, the pirates of the Caribbean that the, the that Disney's cruise, looking yeah. for. And it came out and it was just very, very forgettable, yeah. just super forgettable. And, uh, and so I, I, between those two, the most math thing for me is probably Jungle Cruise because it's just so forgettable. Ray and the Last Dragon, I think, because also I had higher hopes for Jungle Cruise than I did Ray and the Last Dragon, uh, and and there was so much more marketing yeah. around uh, Jungle Cruise that it just it felt so flat and boring for me. I'll easily yeah. forget it. I don't disagree.
0: That leans us to the biggest and most important category of the 2021 Sleddy Awards. Which is? Most anticipated in 2022. Uh, 2022 Woo! is ahead of
2: us. We're looking into it. What
0: are you most looking forward to? What keeps us coming back? What keeps us exciting? Uh, keeps us excited. We've got Turning Red, or as the Mouse teenager likes to call, Going Red. Becoming Red? Oh, yeah. Going Red. <laughs> Becoming Red. Something about Red. Uh, Lightyear. Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. There's no and there. Thor, Love and Thunder. Avatar 2, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Wait, you just said Avatar 2.
2: Yeah. James Cameron's Avatar 2. James Cameron's Avatar 2. The follow-up to the movie that took place Mm -hmm. like 75 years ago, there was a movie.
0: (laughs) I see you. I see you, Jake Sully. If you remember, Giant Robots That You Thought Were In Matrix. Remember the mech that had a mech-sized dagger? <laughs> Remember when you were like, oh, there's going to be cursing in this? Return to the world that took you
2: to the movie so you could see 3D, but the movie wasn't that exciting.
0: <laughs> the movie that spawned a theme park. Land. It's back. Avatar 2 is coming out in 2022. That's really in happening. 2022. Yeah.
2: December 2022. Are we going to go see Avatar 2 together? I think together? we
0: probably should.
2: I think we might have to.
0: Does it get a tagline? Like Ava- Avatar 2. More Avatari. Avatar 2. I see 2. Do you two. remember Avatar? <laughs> oh, yeah. I see 2. <laughs> I see 2. <laughs> I see 2. That's what they should do. Oh, man. Uh what yeah. a crap movie. So did I get through them? Zombies 3 is going to come out in 2022. Three Men and a Baby is coming out in 2022. Zac Efron, Three Men and a Baby. So Zach Efron, Three Men and a Baby.
2: Are they he all at different all age men.
0: points? Did you say that? Like, there's a, like, this could be a teen father,
2: a working father, or a grandpa father. I didn't say that, didn't... but I would not be surprised. Okay. I'm also, here's my pitch. Okay. It's Zach Efron as all three of them. Yeah, that would, that would be intense. Yeah, but in three different life stages. Yeah. That's that's what it is. That's the reason. It's like
0: the parent trap. It's called the Efron trap.
2: Yes. It's like Starring Zac
0: Efron, Zach Efron, and Zac Efron. Uh, everybody's favorite spice. <laughs> guy. There you go. Scott remember, turning red right here. Zac
2: Efron's neighbor Taylor Saffron? That Taylor Saffron, that's made right. made an appearance in our show a couple, a yeah. couple episodes back.
0: That's fine. I'm yeah. super hard to get a hold of. I don't, to, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. Taylor Saffron. Saffron.
2: uh Do we, we get through all of them? Yeah, so, Zombies, Zombies 3, 3? 3? Okay.
0: Black Panther, Avatar 2.
2: The, uh, the, the bronze on this one is going to go to I mean Avatar 2 just like out of morbid curiosity. I, I can't say. It's not the movie I'm looking forward to the most but it is the, I don't you know, think you should and I'm not interested but I got to see what this it's is. It's one of these things where like I don't know if you noticed but you know the TV show How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. They just rebooted it called How they, I Met Your Gen- Father
0: with Kim Cantrell.
2: Yeah, something like that. They gender swapped it, right? How, it's I, Met How I Met Your, Met father. your
0: father. Yeah. And it's got the sex and the city ladies.
2: And I'm like I'm not interested in this at all. Did you like one? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like the the original? You mm-hmm. mean the How I Met Your Mother it was a delightful show. Yeah. Delightful show. Uh, but I'm sort of like, I'm morbidly curious is like, why, why they reboot this thing yeah. and why they gender swap it and everything like that. So that's how I feel about Avatar too. Like I'm, I'm anticipating it cause I just like, what is this thing? Yeah. So that's going to get my bronze. The silver's going to go to Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. No, nope, I take that back. Good. Because it was wrong. My number two is going to go to Lightyear yeah. because I'm so curious to see what they do with this. Okay, and uh, and you yeah, know I think Pixar is going to hit it out of the park. I feel really strongly about it, and of course that means that my gold goes to Zombies of Three. Of course, what why else, would it? What be? else could it be than Zombies Three? And I am I again I hold the torch for Zombies. I think it's better than High School Musical. And I cannot wait to see what the third one looks like.
0: Put your money on it right now, Scott. Zombies 3 is going straight to Disney+. Oh, 100%. Okay, great. Yeah, it's probably, yeah absolutely. Uh, bronze, silver, gold here. I'm going to go with Turning Red in the bronze, Avatar 2 in the silver for reasons already mentioned, and Lightyear at number one. Oh, because, yeah. I mean, Toy Story is the finest, uh, one of the finest storytelling things we've ever had. Yeah,
2: except for Toy Story 4.
0: Uh, just the whole series. Is yeah, but except
2: for Toy Story four.
0: Oh, is not good. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's the one that it's the exception that proves the rule.
2: Yeah, it's like the Indiana Jones four of yeah, Toy go, Story oh, based see? movies. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, they shouldn't have gone back to that. Right. Right. Yeah. Toy Story four
0: is tough. <laughs> and for a few minutes, didn't even in my head register that it existed. <laughs> you're like,
2: wait, what did they make? Toy what are you Story talking 4? about? They're all
0: great. <laughs> one, two, and three, and three is heavy hitting. Have you dealt with that movie yet? What is this for your time? Are they doing a four? <laughs>
2: When did they announce that? It is that. Yes, that's you're correct. Toy Story four is the Indiana Jones of Toy Story. Yeah, is the King of the Crystal, crystal skull, skull. Yeah, of of uh, Toy Story movies. Well, that is the 2022 study. Sudzy Awards. Yeah, it really is a hard word to say. It's hard word to say, and it sounds like a different word. Sleddy Awards. There it is. Uh, and uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. If you have any other choices, if you agree with us, you disagree, you have different choices, or you think something else should have made it onto the list, you should email us or contact us. Should it be called the Banthies? I'll just say Banthies. I'll go edit it in every time that you say it.
0: Banthies.
2: <laughs> the Sleddy Awards is what it is. And it is over and, for this year. And it is. And it was fun. We had a great time. Both times that we did it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and we kept this recording this entire time.
0: That's a feat of Bob Sledge, which I just confirmed. Yay.
2: <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been uh, Bob Suss, and Banthos. We love making this show and we hope you've enjoyed listening to it. We release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on Facebook. Oh, yay. I don't know if anybody listens to podcasts on Facebook. I'm not sure what that is. It's a, a platform that our parents use. Oh, cool. Yeah, but they can listen to podcasts there. Uh, we can also be heard on the Magic of the Mouse radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. You can check out Magic of the Mouse radio for the best Disney music and podcast 24-7 by... Why don't you just go right to our website? You just go to the website. And it's it's got a link right there. Does it? Or yeah. you
0: can go up to the R bar, you can put a slash in there, and you can type in the word uh, radio. Radio With an O. That's right. And then it will take you to a link.
2: There you go. com forward slash radio is where you can find us on the Magic of the Mouse radio. Also, we would love it if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts yeah, or please. left us a star rating on Spotify. Uh, it, we would love to know what you think about the show. It really helps other people find out about the show. And we'd like to take a moment to thank uh, a listener for leaving us a great five-star review. Oh, yay! This comes from Walrus Dive 21 also known as Kyle. And Kyle says... I'm here for the Kardashian news.
0: Oh, right. Of course.
2: For Sorry real, we've been letting though. you down. Well, we, we, you know, we occasionally cover the Kardashians on this. Only when they go to Disneyland. When they go to Disneyland and they smooch. When yeah, they exactly. With their, with their significant other in Disneyland. Uh, Kyle says, for real though, best Disney podcast out there. Oh, thank Look you. Look forward to every episode. Makes long days at work a breeze listening to you two. Also love repping my Bob Susan Banthas tank top in the gym. Yeah. I love it. Pumping iron We in need the to gym. get him
0: a Sparkle Dashy Super Clean for the oh review. Gosh, yeah. And so we get, we get. A spaghetti straps tank top on that yeah
2: maybe just a tube top yeah there there you you go go. (laughs) i love it (laughs) thank you so much kyle for leaving us that review we really really appreciate it also want to say thanks to lobos 305 who said enjoyable disney podcast this great podcast has moved into my top three and if you stop i'll hunt you down and find you so a menacing menacing and threatening uh review from uh from lobos 305 thank you
0: both lobos and walrus dive yeah for those, well, those wonderful, you too can leave a wonderful review or I challenge you. I think oh. in a, in a, in a COVID era, yes. in an era of, of isolation. Which I absolutely did not have this past week. No, no, you didn't. Why would I? You had Sparkle Dash, you super I, clean. And
2: yeah, I, I had Sparkle Motion is what I had.
0: <laughs> I have no challenge for you. I was going to say, go go oh. over to your neighbor's house and introduce them to the show.
2: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Yeah. Here's what you do is you get an iPod, one of the colored ones from twenty two thousand six. Sure. yeah. Preload Bob Sleds and Banthas, all okay. 89 episodes yep. on there. And you, give it to them. You take it over in a gift basket with some cookies and you say, I, th- I think you're going to like one of these two things.
2: This is what I would love. I would love for if, if you have a friend that is not listening to our show, would you go and tell them about it? Would, you, would you go and tell them about it? Would you them? have them subscribe to it and then have them tell us that they are subscribed to it because you told them to do it?
0: Yeah. And what they get for that? Is just a warm. We'll
2: come over and give him a hug.
0: There you go. Scott will come over and give him a hug, I'll and he might it. give him super sparky dashy clean. That's right. I won't give you COVID. No, because I don't have that. it. Because I
2: don't have it. No, because I don't have it.
0: Right. It's it's. I don't want to say anything about it. You can't say anything about. it. I'm just saying. It's like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like everybody knows about it, but there are lots of other things. Everybody secretly likes it, but nobody will admit right, that they that, like it. That's what's going on there. Yeah. Joking about COVID is inappropriate, Scott. appropriate. Sh- don't talk do about do it. it. But we're not joking about COVID because you I didn't don't have it. Have it. <laughs> exactly. Visit us at com. Email us podcast at com, or hit us up with a DM over on Instagram. You can support us, patreon.com forward slash BobSiss and Banthas, wear us over on Tea Public. And you can join the other Bantha Tears for all the fun we have on Instagram. We're at Bob and Banthas. Until next week when we uh, cover our 2022 resolutions. Yes. He's been Aaron. How's it going? <laughs> I don't know. I see 22. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And I've been Scott. I see 22. I see 22. Man, Avatar stinks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's going to be awesome. I do. Gonna I awesome. do know. That's no, not going to be It's awesome. not going to be good.
0: What if they do Navi but then they do two eyes at the end and it's
2: like cuz it's two. Cuz two. You guys get it? Yeah. We have to explain every poster. It's Navi. When that trailer comes out. Yeah. So many people are going to lose their minds about it. Oh, it's because gonna yeah. it's actually come out.
0: What I'm what I'm doing is I'm it's really smart. I'm doing this on the Bob Sleds YouTube channel. I am doing a review of that trailer now, even though I haven't seen it. That's a great just idea. Just to get into the search algorithm, just to be yep. there because there's gonna be a lot and I want to be like I want to do reactions, yeah, I want reaction to do reactions video. to my reactions. Right. And then I'm gonna have you do a reaction to my reaction. Right. I'm just loading YouTube up. Just so many. And I haven't even seen the trailer yet. I don't think that that matters. I
2: don't think it matters. Whoa. like
0: parts of it looked super cool like the part with the, the that animal that looks
2: super the underwater cool to me. thing that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy like how do they do that
0: yeah and then there's some parts of it where I was like oh, I still feel like the writing is a little tinny and they're borrowing from a lot of yeah. fairy tales
2: so it's good man. We're going to do a avatar review on this show. We're going to do an avatar oh show, aren't gosh. we? Oh my gosh, we are. All right, well, everybody, we've been Bob Says and Banthas. Thanks so much for listening. See you next and week. We will see you next uh, week, probably. That's right. That's, yeah, that's right. Because it's Slurpee
0: time, what time is it, Scott Storm?
2: Cups don't have favorite flavors, because they are cups. Because it's Slurpee time, it's Slurpee time, Scott Storm. Take a brain freeze daydream and drink it up. I don't understand what you're saying, Scott Storm. Listen to your tongue heart, when
0: it's calling for a Slurpee. Okay, that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Slurpee! Slurpee time!
2: Thanks, 7-Eleven.
0: Yeah, copyright 7-Eleven, brain freeze. Also copyrights.
1: <laughs> Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. <laughs> this Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. In the electro-synthomagnetic musical sound